Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. I'll tell you what, I'm fucking murderously hungry for my lunch, but I'm going to get these done first. <laughs> what are you going to I a bit like um, sort of spit at the back of my mouth into throat earlier on, and I sort of went like that, and it tasted like last night's Chinese. Uh, Chinese has been kicking around the back of my yeah. The gap's too long. It's disgusting for me. It's like it's off by then. It's just off meat in my mouth. Yeah, and it's probably partially digested. When when you get to the point where you burp in, because I tell you, it was very similar thing happened to me. When I was watching um, the Lionesses bring football home on Sunday, <laughs> I um, had a tortilla burrito. Nice. Yeah, it's good. I like them because they're like, it's like a little, there's the soft burrito kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, not hard shell. Yeah. Right. It's a meal, but they've yeah. wrapped it up for you. <laughs> have, you haven't yeah. got to worry about your knife and fork or yeah. what you're going to eat next. Yeah. You're eating it all at the same time, baby. Anyway, mm. so I had that. And I asked for um, pink pickled onions in it. I love pink pickled onions. Where's it? Where's that come from? Well, it's just part of the salad. You Hang know. on, you don't like gherkins? No. But that, where does that work? Then? I like jalapenos and pickled onions. Why not gherkins? What have you got against the common cucumber? I told you, it's the white man's jalapeno. <laughs> anyway, so I'm eating the pink pickled onion. I've long suspected that that particular branch of tortilla, <laughs> they don't pickle the onions properly. Right, okay. And if you don't pickle the red onion properly... It's absolutely crucial because it's really strong tasting. It repeats on you forever. Okay. And I promise you, for about 24 hours, every time I burped, just tasting that red onion. Yeah. I, I, if I'm pink pickling... If I'm pickling pink... If I'm pickling pick, pick on. onion, pickle onion. It's a tongue twister. If yeah. I'm pickling red onions at yeah. home, mm-hmm. I'm putting them overnight in the fridge before I even think about tasting them. Cause Why? Because they've got to be pickled properly. Right. It's recommended How recipes l- for four hours. What? 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 So the, from onion to... Uh, from onion to uh, jar, it only takes four hours onion, before you... So I'll tell you, the, uh, very, very quickly, Right. I'll give you a recipe very quickly, Right. and everyone listening at home can have it. Mm. Okay, get yourself a mason jar. Okay. Okay, put that to one side for now. <laughs> uh, get yourself three red onions, yeah. skin them, chop them up into slices. That's mm. what you need to be doing, because they're going to pop out of the circles anyway, mm. the layers. Um, soak them in boiling water for about ten minutes mm. to get all the real sort of um, really strong tasting stuff out. Right. Um, drain them, mm. put them in the, back in the mason jar, add, fill it up probably two thirds with cider vinegar. Right. Two, and then a third orange juice. Orange Ch- juice? Yeah. Interesting. Slice long ways a red pepper, like, mm. a, like a chili pepper, put that in, um, squeeze... Tabasco? No. no. Squeeze a lime in there. Yeah. Put a lid on, shake it up, put it in the fridge overnight. Next morning, you've got perfect pickled red onions. I thought it was going to end with like throw through your landlord's window. And I, and I want to know 
who at Tortilla is in charge of that because they ain't doing it the way I do it. And I wonder whether they're getting them in bulk from the head office. Right, and, and they're not letting them settle. Well, we're all being let down. We're all being let down because that is repeated. Because I'm sat in a studio with you. That repeated on me about for about 48 hours. I went for a whole pack of chewing gum. Couldn't get the taste out of my mouth. You just constantly tasted uh, the, the onion. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, Luke. That's well, terrible stuff. Uh, this is the Luke and Pete show, by the way. I'm Hello. Luke. This Hi. This is Peter. Hi. Um, the problem is, and this is going to make you feel sick to even think about this. Luke. You know at Tortilla where you go and you, you basically build your own burrito? Yes. So for you, that's Is that like for... Chilango? Is that like the kind of... Yeah, like, it's, it's, whatever, it's like, yeah. It's, like a, it's like a little Chipotle. salad bar, a little bit like yeah. um, Subway, but for Mexicans. It's like a blank, it's like a blank <laughs> slate. They give you the burrito, the tortilla yeah. wrap, put it on the thing, on the piece of foil, and go, right, what do you want? And right. you can build it. Yeah. You probably hate doing that because it's probably confrontational for you. It's just, it's just too much work. Just yeah. give me everything. Give me everything you got in there. But the problem is, if you deliver it, you're just trusting them. It's just trusting them to put it together, yeah. Yeah, okay. and, and that's not good because <laughs> you, there's not, I'm not going to open the burrito and just check they've got the ingredients in there mm. and we have to go on taste. Uh, well, I'm just constantly sort of thinking because sour cream is my enemy, my mortal enemy. It Why? makes me sick. It just gives me food not, poisoning yeah, more often than it doesn't. Yeah. I'm just constantly thinking, how long's that sour cream been out? I think that's what you're eating there is just out-of-date cream. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, it's quite sour. It's, sour, it's yeah. the same thing. <laughs> so I always, I always um, feel like I sh- But the thing is, I'm not going to go to Clapham I'm not going to go it. to Clapham. Nah. Sometimes Clapham's Mimi great. sends me to Clapham for Taco Bell. So there's a Taco Bell there. <laughs> oh, it's there. Yeah. So there's one in use near Euston Square and there's one in uh, Clapham. So if I drive in the car down to Taco Bell with a pair of tracksuit bottoms, I do think to myself, what am I doing? My life? As an, <laughs> I'm not as even stoned. As what am I doing in my as life? As an American, what's the, uh, what is the order that, that she goes for? Like the hard shell kind of mince ones? Um, Crunch Wrap Supreme, I think. Right. Oh, so wrap with the little bits of... It's like a toasted wrap. But it's all it's together, crunchy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there's Interesting. Like, there's loads of, to be fair to Taco Bell, they've, they've not really cut through here, have they? No, but they, they could if they but wanted they are, to. They I, wanted... I think that, yeah, I, I wonder why that is because they've got one in Clapham, there's one up by Houston, I know mm. that. There's only a few dotted around central London. In America... What's their policy? Is it a franchise a... model or something? Probably, yeah. But in in America, they have, they have... Even though they are ubiquitous and they're you know, almost as popular as your, your McDonald's and stuff but I mean not not that far but you know what I mean it's it's weird that um, they've got a reputation for giving everyone the shits <laughs> yeah what, what is that because isn't that just like a racist microaggression towards Mexican food though uh, no no I think I think I think no I don't think it's anything to do with that right but I mean you know and also like when you get the shit, you eat hot food, and Taco Bell isn't hot, is it? It's not. It's not a difficult, spicy food. Oh, it's giving me the shits because it's so spicy and Mexican and foreign. Like it's not. They that. do do. They do do a. There's one particular thing you can order there which is pretty spicy, right? But it's not. I mean, it's a, it's a Pete. As you know, it's like a it's a high street place. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a poor percentage mm. game to play to make really spicy food because mm. people ain't going to fucking buy it, are they? I got very unwell, uh, but I, I kind of pushed through and I really enjoyed it. The endorphins started going, the sweat started going, yeah. some really hot Korean ramen noodles. I saw you know, that on social sort of media, like, yeah. Fucking hell. Where'd was... you get them from? Um, that was from the uh, Chinese supermarket around the corner. But oh, I was just right. like, oh, I've seen them. No, Sean recommended them. Uh, too hot, too hot for me. Though. <laughs> just, too, just, he's a bigger boy. I, I can't do it. I <laughs> how many? Do it. How many did you get through? I got, I got had the packet of the hottest one, and I put all of the thing. Well, let's see what this has got. Um, and good God, it was just I did, the I was just sweating immediately. Yeah. But then there's that kind of like endorphin rush of yeah. kind of like addictive, what, isn't it? Is it? I think it's the same. I think it's the same part. Never doing that again. I think it's the same part of the brain that handles like, like, um, 
like you know, what's it called? I can't remember the name for it, but like euphoria, right, yeah. like a, a yeah. addictiveness to that. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. How was the bot bot? Uh, bot bot's fine. When I have hot food or anything difficult, it's never the bot bot's the issue. It's just general stomach cramps and pain. And why do you, see, why know, you keep doing it then? Can't keep doing what? That was fine with that. That's what's fine. Um, speaking of um, fast food restaurants, um, I was speaking to a family member mm-hmm. a week or two ago who made their money working at McDonald's. They right. Would, like, do it in the in the main head office thing in Chicago. And they were telling me really interesting, I thought it was really interesting anyway, about the business model of McDonald's, mm. essentially based around real estate rather than burgers. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of a cool thing, right? It's clever. Yeah. So they basically buy up all the buildings. So if they, if they, if they move somewhere, it's a franchise model, obviously, but if they move somewhere, they, they take care of the buying of the building. Mm. The franchisee pays the rent and the percentage of the profits yeah. back to McDonald's. It's good, isn't it? And they get to keep hold of the, the, um, the building. So what's happened in Russia, though? They've just taken the buildings. I guess, yeah, I'm not really sure about that. I, yeah. I guess they just cancelled, maybe terminated the agreement with the Russian franchises. Right. Franchisees and then that's that. Because mm. didn't Russia kind of turn out its own um, kind of ersatz version really quickly? Yeah, and they, um, they, there's a lot of like horror stories of like rotten... Because it's clearly old, some of it's old stock, old bread stock. From, Sell it through. From Donny will have it. <laughs> I love it. Don't get, Donny and his bit, tracky bottoms will have that. Bit of extra flavour, bit of umami with the with the rot on but, the side of the burger. No sour cream, no. <laughs> Absolutely no <laughs> sour cream. That'll do me a mischief, guys. Yeah. I, um, so I, I found that quite interesting because in many ways then, it's, it's kind of as close as to a full... Because the way I see it, the reason I asked them the question mm. is because we were standing waiting for something. And, and I think it was at Liverpool Street Station, maybe, maybe it's not Liverpool, it might have been Victoria, but there's a McDonald's there. Mm. And I was just thinking, actually, if you were really interested in making money, so if your thing was as an entrepreneur, you just want to make money, right? Yeah. And I know you've got to handle all the training and you've got to go through all the fucking rigmarole. Mm. But once you got there, mm. it's hard to think of a more foolproof way of making money than having a McDonald's in a busy footfall area. Yeah, but it's all about your margins, isn't it? Like, if, if... yeah, but they, they, but the business model is set up for you, isn't it? It's like, McDonald's fine, are very... but they're, they're not stupid. They're making as much money as possible, and your margins will be very small, won't they? I mean, at the end of the day, it's food, isn't it? Like, food has terrible margins. But when was the last time you walked into a McDonald's and it wasn't busy? But no, yeah, but but they factor that in in the deal, don't they? They go, yeah, you're always going to be busy. But, but they're going to take ninety percent of that. No, they don't. They don't take anywhere near that much. You like, don't know either. I do. You're pretending that no, you I do. No, I do know. If you <laughs> I say, do know, actually. If you, if you say things confidently, that constitutes knowledge. That, that I'm going to start calling you out on more of this. Go on, Not having it. it. What else don't I know? Oh, contact lenses. What are they made of? Oh, I don't know about contact lenses. Is it, is it a shellfish? I don't know. I have an optician. I'm putting them in my eyes, though. <laughs> I have an optician's appointment every year. Never needed glasses, Peter. Cool. You've been wearing them, you jerk. That's for brightness more lies no that's for glare what that's for screen you're wearing anti-glare glasses that don't actually magnify your eyes at home I was yeah what's that about because of the glare because of the glare you're just wearing you're just wearing your I have a real thing about my uh, partner I have access to Um, she'll like use her phone bright in a dark room I'm like you gotta damage your eyes come on now Mimi Mimi, come on now the the wife I have access to um, turns her brightness all the way down at all times (laughs) Drives me mad. Why? So at night I get it. If you're in bed or whatever, yeah. I get that. You turn it right it's down. Good battery server. It I'm on board. But sometimes we'll be standing out on a bright sunny day. Yeah, and she'll she be looking at directions, it. and I'll be like, "Just turn the brightness up. Just turn <laughs> it up. Turn the brightness up." 
<laughs> she's like, no, I don't want to. Nick. It's bad for her. Nick, like, You're outside. You're outside. The sun's up I, there. I swear, iPhone used to do an automatic brightness. Do they still do that. Yeah, they all do that. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you should maybe we should um, sort of bow down to our supreme uh, iPhone <laughs> overlords and let them decide. <laughs> let them let them roll the dice about the brightness. They wouldn't put a little LED uh, light detecting chip or whatever it is, a sensor in the phone if they didn't want to use it. Exactly. It's next to the camera. Have a look. Why that new? Speaking of that, that new iPhone advert. Have you seen that? Where it's the vibrating mm. phone on the table that falls off the table. No. Okay, it's just right. relax, it's an iPhone. I don't get that. Well, it's made of stronger stuff in it. Oh. Yeah, relax, it's an iPhone. And then you go, yeah, I think it's because all, all the other phones are quite not as... Robust. Not as robust. I didn't think iPhone had any kind of reputation at all for robustness or quality. I think just, nowadays just they're, they're just kind of, they're, they're very waterproof. They're very, uh, they're pretty good these days. But I mean, when you do smash them, they, it does cost you a fucking arm and leg. They've actually started releasing... Um, Official kits to fix your own. Uh, these massive fucking. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, but it's for, I think it's for like iFixit kind of companies. But they're these massive um, because iPhones are just, just so fucking complex, and and I think they worry about the right to repair EU rules and stuff you love coming in. And apart, that. Don't you? I can't get them back in together again. No, but, but so EU say that you need to have to be able to take them apart and be able to fix them yourself, right? Mm, yeah. Which is a kind of a weird rule. Well, if you buy something, you should be able to fix them yourself, or you know, or be able to open them up. But but normally, shouldn't so, be gluing everything together because it, it just makes this piece of electronics just completely disposable. Is, that's why it's funny how like Brexiteers are always piping up about EU laws. But every time I see an EU law, it's all perfectly sensible. Yeah, it seems to be like genuinely yeah. like in the, in the spirit. That's of, helping. That's helping. The sort of the sort of and that's what's funny. The sort of rules that uh, the older generation and you know and you don't like to uh, be uh, you know you don't like to generalise but I fucking love doing it on the show um, but <laughs> but I um, but the older generation do get my dad gets angry about the right to repair and yet in another breath he'll complain about EU red tape and I'm like dad you've, they're literally looking after your specific interests I couldn't give a shit mate I'll buy a new iPhone every fucking month because I'm an idiot I'm a mark yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I want the very best all the time until I look at my bank and go, you've got deeply rooted psychological issues around having money. Correct, yeah. So you're I, I want to get rid of it, yeah. I want to get rid of yeah. it all. So, so, I, I don't, I don't want to know, I don't want to have any imprint on this world. But, but I, I understand how <laughs> the, EU, the, the EU law thing is, is normally a good thing. So like mobile, mm. ro- mobile phone roaming is obviously mm-hmm. really good. Um, food standards, yeah. um, clean water initiatives around Europe as mm. well for people who want to go swimming in the sea. Um, uh, what else did I say? Uh, pet passports, did I say that one? Yeah, okay. That's yeah. a good one. Um, just but, passports but, and je- just free Roman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, but the, the right to repair one, is there, not a, is there not a valid point to be made here, Pete, where you say, if you know what you're buying, and mm. that's the price, yeah. and they aren't, they're, they're already bound by a lot of laws that say through warranty and through faultiness and stuff, um, surely it's just, you know, just buy it if you want it. If you don't want it, don't buy it. Yeah, but but it's your like you've you've always been able to fix stuff like tellies. I suppose once it's yours, yeah. you should be able to get stuck yeah, into it. Yeah, should, yeah. Should be able to do you own yeah. it, so yeah. you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want with it. Yeah. If I want to get this, and I want to shove it in my mouth and chomp on it, I want to be able to do it. Well, that's not the right to repair. That's the right to eat. Yeah. your own phone. Well, just put it under a little subhead in. It. <laughs> it in so so at the moment, it's it's difficult to do that, right? And, and I'll tell you what, this is fucking. I know this is not the world's most boring chat, but as we came to this subject completely organically, I do just want to mention this. I am a month out from my new contract. Okay, yeah. yeah. It stopped fucking working, hasn't it? Look, it's not... We had this before with the recording you talking about stuff. It's not happening. What do you mean? It's not happening. None of it's happening. It stopped working. It stopped working. Because they know... What's happened? I think there's built-in built do obsolescence. Yeah, I, do, I don't think... 
EE are talking to Apple iPhone well, saying... Uh, the joke's on you because I'm get... on O2, so... <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> I think you probably get a signal in this bloody building then. So soon you're, soon you're going to be able to get stuck right into your iPhone? Yeah. And have a look at a little part. Have a look at little parts, yeah. How, and how do you even get into one now? Because there's no screws on it or anything. It's just all glue. So it's just oh, you, it? you heat it up. And that's kind of like some of the tools kind of heat up the iPhone in a uniform way and apply the right pressure in the right places. Because before, it was just kind of like uh, diagnostic tools and, 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 and um, uh, brick, you know, tools that would take stuff apart. And it was all kind of guesswork from like Chinese companies and stuff. Uh, what just, a great job that would be, Pete, where you just trial or error, try and fix an iPhone. That's your job. <laughs> it's <laughs> a thousand new going. iPhones and you get to work out the uh, best way to fix them. You'd be loving but that. I just, like so, I just like some blogs with like these tiny like microscopes looking at boards. That, you know, there's th- probably three or four boards, like main boards in, in yeah. an iPhone these days. And they'll take them out and they'll go, right, this fucking iPhone isn't working. Why is it not working? And they'll send a charge through it and they'll look, uh, and they'll look with a heat thermometer which tiny little, like, one pixel thing is getting hotter than the rest because huh. there's a short somewhere. And it'll be one tiny little chip, tiny little transistor, tiny little resistor, tiny little kind... And, it, and how, you reg- how you take these off and stick them back on again, it's just astonishing should, should, the things that they can do. So the, the iPhone official Apple repair kit is going to be about 15 grand. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and pretty uh, much, you're only going to buy it from the Apple website. <laughs> and, um, Speaking and, of repairing, look at that bulging bloody wall. Jesus, that's good. what's that about? That's good for, um, that's good for the sound, isn't it? Why is it like that, though? I think it's because you drew a hole in the studio the other day. <laughs> and then there's why air pumping be, through it. Why would it be connected? There's air pumping through it. Um, pumping through it. What was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. What about get mm-hmm. all the old iPhones, gather them up, and get the semiconductors out of them? Because we need them. What, like take them out? Yeah, maybe, yeah. There's get a business out. idea for you. There's a business idea for you, yeah. we need them, right? We're in big trouble otherwise. <laughs> yeah, that's one. So, yeah. That's Good one to think actually. about. Yeah, um, let, let's take a quick break uh, while we think about what we're going to do with all of our second-hand semiconductors. When we come back, <laughs> we're going to do batteries because there's some more been sent in and we need to check if we've got any brand new players. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a moment. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
We're back for the Luke and Pete show, and uh, yeah, we're, we're talking about batteries. It's what we do every single Thursday. Hope you keep them well, battery boys and girls. We were out and about. Where were we? We were having a, uh, we were having a little sports day. Oh yeah, that was fun, uh, out, out and about. Maybe we'll talk about that later. Um, but um, we had a. I, I noticed when I was um, playing rounders that um, I just found that somebody just discarded a lot of Kodak batteries, and I'm yeah, like, I how them. fitting. I threw one at Rory. How? <laughs> How very fitting. Threw at Rory and, he, and I missed him. Oh. And he looked and picked it up and looked and went, oh yeah, look. And he, he had a little chuckle at that. <laughs> uh, Will Horncastle has got in touch with the battery he's found. Uh, all right, lads, been searching for new players for years, but I've only just come across the classic EverReady, Pear Deer, etc. I uh, was looking in a battery-operated fan during the 40-degree day of hell and found these. A new player, Setup Alkaline AAA, Setup Alkaline AAA. Yeah, Will, um, thank you very much for emailing in and thank you very much for showing us this um, new battery because it is indeed a new player. No uh, one has set, sent Setup Alkaline in before now. Uh, thank you very much for sending it in. Lovely stuff. Uh, Dylan has come in with HW High Watt. I emailed once about a duck calling someone a bloody fool. Uh, anyway, I'm aware of my company in the village of uh, Launston in uh, Cornwall, a little, uh, a little B&B. Uh, the batteries in the TV are HW High Watt double heavy duty a new player perhaps not a new player ah, because nuts. you missed out Dylan um, by six days because Andrew Ingram also sent HW High Watts in on July 21st all the way from ah. Connecticut so High Watts HW High Watts reaching across the Atlantic <laughs> Andrew got in there ahead of you Dylan I'm afraid but I mean Cornwall does sound lovely I, yeah. I, part of me wishes I was in Cornwall right now Cornwall is stunning Stunning. Great ceilings. Uh, hello to... Um, who have we got here? Chris Stockley. Uh, Chris Stockley. Yeah. Hello, Chris Stockley. Um, uh, King Kong Batteries. Any interest? <laughs> hello, guys. Uh, working my way through your episodes, and it seems a main topic on the show is types of batteries. Thought I'd chip in and show you a picture of my King Kong batteries. Haven't heard them mentioned uh, yet, so I thought I might have the best name so far. They came in an old Alba-branded TV I found in the attic. Yeah, this is interesting because Chris sent that email in on the 1st of January 2018. Mm-hmm. And then he's emailed again With last another week, one, yeah. Saying, hi, gents. It's been over four and a half years since I last sent this in. Still haven't heard King Kong batteries mentioned. Um, so, I am delighted to say... <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry about sorry that, Sorry about that. We've got a lot on. Yeah, um, we have You were the first person to ever send in King Kong batteries on... The when was it? The first of January, twenty eighteen. Right. So okay. congratulations to you on a new player. Uh, there are two new players out of our three on this week's battery check. It's good stuff, and I'm here for it. Um, Peter, let's do an email mm. um, about hot air ballooning. Okay. Because we talked about hot air ballooning a week or so ago. Yes. And um, yes. We got a few uh, comments about it. Around the comments of apparently this is this what this is what um, cracks me up about the. Uh, the less than salubrious parts of the Luke and Pete show fan base who complain sometimes. <laughs> okay. And I got a lot of complaints last week that I told the same little anecdote two shows in a row. Okay. About Bill Burr and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm. Um, I did it on one show and then I did it followed up on the next show. But in my defence, I went back and listened and I said, oh, Pete, I think I said this to you before, but... And then people still complained about it. Okay. But fair. in amongst all that, right. there was a hot, hot air balloon story. And um, I want to follow up on it with, uh, from our listener friend, Joe who uh, says the following. Dear Luke and Pete, long-time listener, second-time emailer, though he's not mentioned what his first email was about. He says, I am a hot air balloon pilot from the Midlands, and it's not often our sport 
gets a mention. <laughs> so I was quite excited when Pete brought it up on the podcast. I don't want to steal PC Gordon's thunder in any way, mm. but I can shed some light on the legal position of hot air ballooning. Mm. As far as Her Majesty is concerned, we have a right to land and recover the balloon from anywhere. But that does not mean you don't have to deal with the consequences. For example, landing at Gatwick <laughs> would breach a plethora of aviation laws and you'd be looking at a hefty stretch inside. <laughs> but on the flip side, landing in a farmer's field which spooks a sheep into sprinting into a gatepost and dying <laughs> would set you back around £100. <laughs> You can land anywhere, but the law states you must pay the price for any inconveniences caused. On the odd occasion, farmers think they have struck gold when we land, mm. demanding ridiculous fees of around £1,000 when we haven't caused any inconveniences or issues. But the majority of them are absolutely <laughs> lovely and happily and happy with a bottle of scotch right. or £20, as Pete encountered. These are fairly normal occurrences, but there are also some farmers who are just batshit crazy. There was an instance in the past where a farmer saw a balloon over his land and proceeded to take to- uh, pot shots at it with his shotgun. Putting holes in the balloon is not a major concern as they can still operate with small holes. Mm. The main issue was the hundreds of litres of flammable propane gas on board and half a dozen passengers. A shotgun could have easily punctured a propane cylinder and resulted in an instant explosion in the sky, ultimately killing everyone on board. Thankfully, he was a terrible aim and missed the balloon each time. Needless to say, the farmer quickly had his gun licence revoked and spent a night down the police station to try and explain his actions, but he ultimately received no punishment. Anyway, if you're ever up in the Midlands and fancy a flight, give me a shout. Keep up the good work, Joe. Right, now, uh, he shouldn't be doing that. No, <laughs> he shouldn't. He shouldn't be doing that. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's a insanely dangerous thing to do. <laughs> and um, But there you go, what are you going to do? Farmers can, do? Be, farmers Farm- can yeah. be certain... I mean, that's attempted murder. At best, isn't it? Is it at best? At worst. At best. At worst. <laughs> I mean, what's, att- what, what's, best, what's better than it? Everything. Uh, like, yeah. It, I, I feel like I feel like you. So farmers are a funny old bunch, aren't they? Because I've in, encountered some angry farmers in my time. Yeah. But a while back, um, I was out walking with the Wi-Fi I've access to in the West Country, and we mm-hmm. got lost. Right. Probably okay. probably my fault. Uh, we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Didn't know where we're going. <laughs> and uh, we turned the corner around this hedge. We were basically just walking through fucking farmers' fields at this point. Yeah. Okay. And we turned left around the hedge, and the farmer was just sat there on his um. This tractor, this iPhone, yes. How do I get this open? Uh, and uh, I was like, oh, "Fuck!" So I'm, I'm really sorry. I think we're lost. And he was like, "Oh no, don't worry." Um, and he and he gave us some directions. Now he stopped short of giving us a ride back on his tractor, but he did help us. Mm. And I, I, I feel like I don't know how you feel, Pete, as someone who's not from the countryside like me, mm. also not from the countryside. If you approach a farmer in his environment, yeah, there's something quite intimidating about it. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's, I, I I toil the soil. What are yeah. you doing here? Tourist. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm at one with the land, with nature's, with nature's, <laughs> nature's earth. bounty, and yeah, nature's bounty. Earth. What are you bringing? What contribution are you making to society? Is what yeah. you're saying to you, isn't it? Normally with a gun over his shoulder, <laughs> you know? but I don't think you should be taking pot shots at a hot air balloon. He's not thought it through. No, best case scenario for him is nobody dies. And yeah, the the, the hot. The thing about it, I don't understand, is that you you're doing that. Predominantly because you don't want the hot air balloon anywhere near your land. Mm. But you're shooting the balloon, which means it's going to have far more chance of landing on your land. Yeah. If anything, get yourself a flamethrower out. Get the fucking balloon <laughs> yeah, high get as it high off. as you yeah, can. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Because that's how it works, right? The heat, rise, the, the hot air rises. <laughs> you don't want to be making the hot air in the balloon less. You want to be making mm. it more. So yeah. if he was thinking it through, you'd think he would um, kind of go about it a slightly different way. Mm. Anyway. It's interesting. That anyway. is interesting. Right, let's get out of here, Peter. Um, yeah. We'll be back on Monday with another one of these, so we'll look forward to that. 
Um, we should probably also on Monday, Pete, talk a little bit about our sports day. Yes, you, lovely. Um, just a little spoiler alert for people. Were you annoyed at how competitive I was? Uh, no, you were right, actually. A little bit? Uh, no, you were right, actually. Let myself down there. Haven't <laughs> I? You weren't competitive enough. You've got to see me. You don't care, yeah. My competitiveness is what I've got, really. <laughs> um, we'll talk a bit more about that on Monday. Uh, and I'll let you know as a little uh, teaser trailer. It involved five-side football, rounders, and a tug of war. Oh, lovely. See you on Monday. Ta-da. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.